You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel. Apostle Goodheart Obi Ekweme. Whilst you're standing, please turn together with me to Exodus 23, verse 25. Exodus speaks of movement. I believe somebody this beautiful hour is about to move to your next level. Hallelujah. This morning I want to teach uh, something I've taught you a while ago, but just serve as a reminder of basic principles of divine healing and health. I've called it Biblical Principles for Divine Healing and Health. One read Exodus 23, 25 and 26. Let's read together. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren. In thy land, the number of thy days I will fulfill. There are days that are earmarked for you here on the earth. And God is said, saying, I'm committed to keeping you alive in those days. That means nothing is allowed to take you out before your time. Your amen is very, very weak. Hallelujah. Our Father and our God, we yet again bow our hearts and lift our hands to you, the God of all flesh the father of all spirits the great physician the one who healed yesterday but is still healing today we judge you faithful i beseech you again to take a call of fire from the altar of heaven anoint the lips and the tongues of clay of your seven son that i will come to your people with a word from the throne of grace help me to go beyond my study contemplation and my memory to speak expressly Thus said the Lord. Move every man, every woman under the sound of my voice from where we are to that place you've reserved for us called destiny. Vow to give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' victorious name we pray. Amen. You may please be seated in God's wonderful presence. Biblical principles for divine healing and divine health. I must mention to you that God's principles may change, or I'll put it this way, but correct myself, God's methods may change, but his ways never change. He will adopt many methods to arrive at fulfilling his purpose and his ways. It was written concerning Moses. That Moses knew the way of God, but the children of Israel knew or encountered the acts or the methods of God. Today we look at his principles that relate to healing, biblical healing in particular. Goes without mentioning that health is a treasure. A treasure far more valuable than any amount of money can pay for. You can pay for things. You can pay for property. You can't pay for health. You can't pay for time. The value of health is really valueless. The one who is really healthy is truly the wealthy person. Because it's possible to have some money and lack health to be able to enjoy the wealth you perceive or think you have. So we must learn to cherish and value good health. It is God that sustains the health he gives his people. It calls for thanksgiving and gratitude. 
Number one principle of divine healing, divine health is to understand that it's God's will for you to be healed because in the redemption process and in the redemption, God showed it is his will for man to be healed and to walk in health. Sharing in the first service, I said, the same coin that paid for your sin is the same coin that Jesus used to pay for your divine healing and health. Same coin. There are three curses that man fell into resultant to the fall in the Garden of Eden. One is the curse of sin. The curse of sin, which means man lost access, lost fellowship to God and with God. Man was ostracized and removed from having intimacy and fellowship with God. It was a curse because of the fall, the curse of death, spiritual death, the pardon, because of spiritual death, the pardon. Number two curse is a curse of sickness and disease. Up to the point man fell, there was no occasion for man to desire to be healed because man was never sick. Read Genesis 1 and 2. There's no point where Adam was sick and was looking for how to be healed. So it showed very clearly in the originality of the plan of God, man was not meant for sickness. Man was meant for health and well-being. So we see the curse of spiritual death the curse of sickness and disease but we also see the third cause is the curse of poverty it's one curse that came upon mankind <laughs> saints the truth is through the process of redemption very detailed very painstakingly through many years from prophecies and to jesus coming to redeem mankind these three curses were restored or were we're, we're, we're taken care of by redemption. Praise the Lord. In other words, after the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, a spiritually dead man can be spiritually alive. A spiritually sick, ill person can be well and whole. A spiritually impoverished person can walk in riches and walk in wealth. Jesus said, the Bible says, Jesus said that he, he who was rich became poor that we through his poverty might be made rich so we see all through scriptures that redemption came to reverse what man did wrong in the garden of eden one of which is to present to you divine healing and health third john 2 begins to show us clearly god's will about the matter for you but i would i desire that you walk in prosperity and you'll be in health even as your soul prospers the degree of your soul prosperity is the degree of your physical prosperity or your financial prosperity in other words you have the responsibility to take in god's word by so doing your soul is renewed and by so doing your soul prospers by that self-same token you enjoy physical, material well-being. So it's so number one principle that in redemption, it is God's will for you to be healed. Isaiah 3, 4 and 5, a very important scripture when you talk about healing and health in the Bible. It's one of the core redemption scriptures. Isaiah 5, 3, 4 to 5. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows yet we did esteem him stricken smitten of God and afflicted but he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed. Wow. This was the declaration in prophecy of Isaiah. Hmm. 
looking into the future, looking towards the cross of Calvary, that the time is coming when Jesus Christ will hang on the cross, spread wide, and by the fulfillment of redemption, man can walk in health and healing, but man can also walk in spiritual life once again. But you see, Apostle Peter looked back at the cross because at the time Peter wrote, Jesus had come, died, buried, resurrected. We see in 1 Peter 2, 24, who his own self bare our sins, something he did in the past, in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. Ah, yeah, yeah. So the healing that pertains to redemption today is not something that Jesus is going to do. It's something he has done, but it's something we are to receive. It's not every gift given that is necessarily received. It's your choice to receive a gift. And in the scriptures, there are ways and patterns we receive from God. We don't just receive things from God because we wish to receive them or we desire to receive them. No. Our faith is what lays hold of what grace makes available. You see, there are cases in the Bible where clearly enough, Jesus knew what was the need, what was the desire in the case of blind bacterias. He said, will that be made whole? Will that desire to see? You know, obviously this man is blind and he should want to see. But he wanted the man to express his faith that I want it and I know you have it to give. <laughs> and it's a joy to know that the giver has it to give. But this morning, our task, our responsibility is to extend our hand to receive what Abba Father has lavishly made available and affordable to us. If you believe that shot, yes, I believe. Oh yes, oh yes. Healing is available for you. Strength is available for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Longevity is available to you. It's for you to receive. That's what we say in this church oftentimes. I believe, I receive. What? Your faith takes a hold of what grace makes available to you. And grace has made all things available to you. Hallelujah. 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 The Bible tells me we serve a God of the exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask, think, or imagine, according to his power at work within us. When God blesses, he blesses to the measure of the overflow, pressed down, shaken together, running over hallelujah that's the method of your god he wants to pour and pour and pour till your cup is overflowing he is a generous god he's not a miserly god he's a liberal god as an earthly father i've sought for ways to be a blessing to my children today 0606 is my first son's 21st birthday and for days i thought what can I do for my boy? How can I put some smile on his face? And I, I have decided to give some stuff that, you know, that he doesn't know what it is, but I think it will blow his natural mind. You know what? That's an earthly father yearning to do good for your boy who is 21. If I, the Bible says, compared to God being evil, I could take it in. How much my heavenly father is thinking for ways and means, negotiating for ways to pour to me blessings. What kind of blessing? Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Saints, I, I came to remind you that your God is called a good, good father. Because he's a good father, he doesn't have sickness to give you. The good father only has good. James 1.17 Every good gift Every perfect gift Guess what? It comes from Abba Father He doesn't have sickness He doesn't have disease As I said in the first service Your God will not employ the ministry 
of the employment of his enemy Satan to child train his own child no he needs no sickness to train you no sir no sir he is well able to train his own children yes with this word with this instruction with this counsel with this direction he doesn't need to use disease to train you to be humble no sir no 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 he is the giver of every good gift and every perfect gift so if there are things in your life this Sunday morning things looking around your corner that don't quite seem good or perfect you have divine permission to reject and to refuse includes sickness and disease hallelujah it doesn't belong with you it's a lie it's a lie John 10 10 the ministry of the enemy comes to steal to kill and to destroy Jesus said, I've come to give you life and life, guess what? More in abundance. Abundant life. Abundant life. Speaks of the life of the overflow. Speaks of life of a quality, but life of a quantity. Abundant life. Hallelujah. Number two principle it is God's will to heal you, beloved. Because in the very first place, the source and the root of sickness is from the devil. Somebody once said that sickness and disease is the offspring of Satan the father and the offspring of sin the mother. So a combination of Satan and sin produce sickness and disease it comes from the enemy if it's not good it's not from God Acts 1038 we'll see what God does and what the devil does how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good Part of what is called doing good is healing few of them, some of them, most in Rajik, with little ailments. Oh, no, no. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So every form of oppression is of the devil, is part of the works of the devil. They're not good works. Jesus came to kick off works of the devil include sickness and disease it's not something he's about to do no sir no ma'am it's something he has done and something you and I are to receive and I believe as faith comes your way by the virtue of the word of faith preached this day I believe that you have the faith to take hold of what belongs to you right where you are you can take hold of your strength take hold of your vigor and your vice you can take hold by faith so much that I believe I receive so sickness has its root and source in Satan the devil and the mother sin we see also in 1st John 3 8 again the mandate of Jesus says he that committed sin is of the devil for the devil sinned from the beginning for this purpose the Son of God was manifested that the that he might destroy the works of the devil disease is a work of the devil infirmity is a work of the devil tuberculosis cancer COVID-19 HIV malaria name it all disease is of the works of the devil and Jesus came to destroy annihilate every work of the enemy is for you and I to establish what he has made available in redemption. Hallelujah. Bible declares again in Matthew 10, just to build your faith, build your faith, build your faith. You know, there's no other way faith comes but by hearing God's word. When you read the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you find instances where it was written that they came 
to hear the word of the Lord and they came to be healed. Wow. They came to hear the word and they came to be healed. You see, if all you do is to come to be healed, you may miss the healing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You may be looking for the razzmatazz and all the, the tricks and the gimmicks, you know. But when you come to hear the word, you will be healed. Yeah, yeah. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of the Lord. So healing comes in a very simple way of inclining your ears to hear the word of the Lord. You see, the word of God that comes your way, that brings about healing, listen carefully, is the same word that keeps you strong. Yeah, yeah. So as smart believers, we don't wait to be sick to begin to pump in healing scriptures. No, that's not too smart. No, no, no. So what we do is, just like you take your vitamins, I, I trust you do, especially in an environment like this, you better pump vitamins into your system. Praise God. That's a free counsel, by the way. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. So just like you take vitamins and nutrients on a day-to-day -day basis, in like manner also, we ought to take nutrients from God's word that pertain to healing and health. Confessions, declarations, agreeing with God's word, thinking God's word. You know what? It, 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 it keeps disease and infirmity away because, because there is divine healing. There is also divine health. Divine healing is wonderful. That means you are sick and by divine operation, you became healed. What a testimony. It's wonderful. But divine health means that by the self same word of God, that you're able to sustain the good health God gave you divinely. Which is better? Divine health. Kenneth Hagen, of blessed memory for over 63 years of his existence on earth said he hardly knew what it felt like to have a headache not to be sick a headache he said well many opportunities came to accept it but i refused them so it's not you're not going to be tested it's not you'll not see those symptoms but the question is are you going to accept the symptoms knocking on your door or you're going to reject them oh yeah Oh, so some days ago, uh, the enemy began to try some things here and there. And I said, no, 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 no. This body is not a landing pad. Bam, 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 bam. It's not a landing pad. You see, it's one thing to pray to God. You have to learn to speak to your mountain. Lay your hand on that part of the body that is trying to act funny. Your kidney, your head, your chest, your joints, your legs, whatever it is. The sign of early setting of arthritis. You, you bastard, get out of here. Joint pain here, headache there. You've got to lay your anointed hand upon your head, upon your waist, upon your back. Say, hey, oh devil. This body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You are an illegality trying to touch this body. Check out in the name of Jesus Christ. And the more you practice, listen, the quicker he will come and the quicker he will go. <laughs> practice. Begin with practicing when little headache tries to set in. Don't wait for the big stuff. No, little headache, little joint pain, little signs of malaria. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. Exercise your faith. Then when you put that back, next time it tries to come again, it goes quicker. If you're spending time with faithful, that's the key. Because the word gives you strength spiritually to stand against the forces of darkness. You can place a restraining order against the evil thoughts of the enemy when there's faith within you. Bible declares, when the enemy shall come against us like a flaw, 
the Lord will raise a standard against the flood. So, no matter what kind of flood the enemy has been trying to bring your way, there is a standard of the Holy Ghost being raised against those evil floods and evil tides in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, oh, a standard of the Holy Ghost against typhoon, against tuberculosis, against COVID-19, against cancer, against arthritis. There is a standard of the Holy Ghost around you, a buffer, a shield, saying, touch not the Lord's anointed. Do his servants know how? Standard. Say, no, no, no. Off limits. Number three, biblical principle. Healing is a scriptural provision both in the Old Testament at the same time in the New Testament. It's important to note this because healing is not something that began in the New Testament or the New Covenant. You go through the Old Testament, people were healed in the Old, Old Covenant. Old Testament. In fact, God introduced himself to the children of Israel as they came out of the land of bondage as the healer. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healed thee. Exodus 15, 26. And Exodus 15, 26. Let me get that. Hallelujah. Shotaka Tabala. It says, And said, If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments, is our requirement now, and keep all his statutes. Hear this I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians or have permitted didn't bring them no they broke the hedge and it came upon them God didn't have it to give right yeah he permitted because they broke the hedge it says for I have brought or allowed or permitted on the Egyptians for I am the Lord who heals you wow so he introduced himself as they came out of the land of bondage hey I'm your healer Let's go on this journey. I'm your healer. I'm here to strengthen you. I'm here to energize you. I'm here to equip you. I am your healer. Let's walk together. In the beginning of the journey, out of the land of bondage, in the wilderness, I am your healer. You keep my word. You attend to my word. You incline your ears to my words. And you enjoy my healing. It's yours for the taking. So we found that in the Old Testament, severally, many scriptures. We read Exodus 23, 25 earlier. Now let's read Deuteronomy 7, 13 to 15. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, your enemy, some call it. 7, 13, all the way to 15. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. There shall not be male or female or barren among you. It's God's promise under the old covenant. Or among your cattle. And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt which thou knowest upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate you. Shout hallelujah. He will take away from you all sickness. All, all, all. Includes whatever you're going through right now. He's taken from you. So it's an illegality. It's illegal. Is, is, is trespassing his grounds. Why? Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You've got to get angry. Angry at the harassment of pain and discomfort here and there. Somebody once said, holy anger is a spiritual virtue. Why? Matthew eleven twelve. 12. Since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence. <laughs> And the violence take it by force. So spiritual violence is a virtue. When you come to a point of revelation, understanding that enough is enough, you react. And it's all over. It's all over. It's all over. May somebody react and rebel against pain this hour. May somebody rebel against fear and anxiety this hour. 
may somebody react and rebel against depression this hour may somebody react and re re rebel against suppression and oppression this hour rebel against the force of darkness let the enemy know you're too hot for the enemy to handle shout hallelujah i haven't seen flies bet on a hot frying pan yet and i won't see flies can't handle hot frying pan ah yeah 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 so endeavor as you move along in this year continue to set yourself ablaze in the word and by the spirit no flower be able to touch around your corner hallelujah to jesus praise god somebody so healing was experienced in the old testament but also is also a new testament reality hebrews 8 6 we see that the new covenant of course is better than the new or rather new is better than the old i beg your pardon new is better than the old but now have he obtained a more excellent ministry by how much also he is the mediator of what of a better covenant ah, yeah, yeah. which was established upon better promises so better covenant for better promises for better life i added that one myself huh? better covenant better promises for a better life so the new covenant must be better than the old covenant and people were healed in the old covenant how much more you and i in fact when he brought them out from the land of bondage he says in psalm 105 37 and and he brought them out with silver and gold there was not one feeble amongst them can you imagine these guys were not even born again not one was weak feeble means not even sick but none was feeble <laughs> you know you can you can you may not be sick but you may be feeble yeah yeah, yeah. But he said, it's not only that they were not sick, they were not feeble, they were strong. Manna could do that. How much more eating his word and drinking his spirit? Praise God. Let's move quickly. Ah, yeah, yeah. Number four, biblical principle of divine health and divine healing. I trust your faith is rising this hour, rising and rising and rising to lay hold of your healing virtues. You will look for certain things around you, you won't see them because your faith rose and pushed them aside. You know, there's certain things, if you're, if you're sincere, you have to deal with for your life. But as you kept on appearing before God in Zion, sitting under this kind of teaching day in, day out, you, you look for them, you, you can't find them anymore. Perhaps you used to suffer depression, oppression, and fear, anxiety, and worry. Easily fretful over things, but somehow you wonder, when did he leave me? You can't tell exactly where, but has he left me? He's gone. He's gone. John. Number four. We find that in the scriptures, this is very important, there are different methods. I said to you about method and principles. That God has one way, one principle, but diverse methods. Of arriving at his principle so there are different methods in the word of the lord that god has made available for healing to be obtained this is a blessing it's a blessing it's a blessing there are many ways many ways to receive healing it's a blessing so if one way doesn't seem to be working seem to be working you can choose another way ultimately there is a way that will work for you within that season of your life a few of the methods to teaching class number one the use of the authority that is in the name of the lord jesus christ that name is powerful i said whatever we bind on earth is bound in the heavens lose here losing heavens when we bind anything in the name of jesus christ it is settled secure in the heavens that name mark 16 17 to 18 mark 16 17 to 18 and these signs shall follow them that believe wow not the pastor not the bishop not the deacon not the elders just them that believe everyone that believes in my name wow shall they cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues they shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing, perhaps it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. These are part of the signs that follow the believer. 
in my name. So in the name of Jesus Christ, you can receive healing. The lame man at the gate called beautiful in Acts 3 was healed primarily by the use of the name of Jesus Christ by Apostle Peter. He said to him, silver and gold have I none but such as I have. I give unto you in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. <laughs> so literally, Peter said, I have the name. Just like you would have had money in your pocket, he had the name. He went, oh boy, oh boy. He didn't have money, gold, but he had the name. <laughs> so you have to have the confidence that you have the name. The name is a key, it's a tool to be used. I have the name. I have the name. I have the name to bind and to lose. You have the name. You are authorized to use the name as a child of God. You can sign that check in the name of Jesus. Out is done. Heaven endorses if you use that by faith in the name. So I have it. I'm not in doubt what I don't have. I don't have gold and silver. Neither am I in doubt what I have. I have the name. And the name provokes and evokes the miraculous. At the mention of that name of Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess and declare that Jesus is the Lord. Somebody said, I have the name. You're authorized to use the name. Lay your hand on your head in the name of Jesus Christ. Headache, check out. Stop. Authorized. Number three method. You can engage the principle of the of prayer of agreement. I trust your writing, noting, learning, because the time for the test will come when you have to employ these. Matthew 18, 19. Oh boy. Again I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, includes your health. That's why a husband and wife can easily agree. Honey, I join heart and faith with you. This test turns for you and turns for me a testimony in the name of Jesus. Boom, it's done. If two shall agree. Why this prayer doesn't work all the time is because people are claiming to agree, but they're not in agreement. If two shall agree. And if they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Prayer of agreement is a powerful prayer. You go through a challenge, call a brother on the phone, call a sister on the phone, and pray the prayer of agreement. Say, just stand with me in agreement. These are my, 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 my faith points. This is what I believe. Just agree with me. It doesn't make you weak of faith per se. No, no, no. Say, Two together shall have warmth and heat. Say, woe be to him who is alone when he falleth. But when two are together, they have heat and have a reward for their labor. So, so it's not, it's not, it doesn't make you less of having faith to ask a brother to agree with you or a sister. No, it's a principle of agreement. Maximize it. Number four, method. Remember the many methods? This is the kindness, the love, the compassion of the Father and Jesus. To make all these methods available just to get healing to you just to get healing to you. number four to use the anointing oil in accordance to james 5 14 to pray for the sick i read to your hearing james 5 14. is any among you afflicted let him pray is there any merry let him sing psalms is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So it's a prayer of faith coupled with the anointing oil. When Jesus sent the disciples, he sent them with oil to go and pray for the sick. The oil must not be looked at some talisman or some magical wand. No. It's the faith that you release 
when you use the oil that makes it work. It's not a magical wand. Oh, oil, oil. No, no, no. It's your faith. The oil is symbolic and emblematic of the Holy Ghost. The oil. So oil of gladness, the oil of joy. The oil. So I should be all that with fresh oil. Psalm 92 verse 10. So that oil is emblematic of the Holy Ghost. In 1 Samuel 16, in the day that David was anointed in the house of Jesse, the Bible says, in that day that he was anointed, the Holy of the Spirit came upon him. Oil was poured, but the Spirit came upon him. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what, what, what looks like a chemical product in your hand is beyond what you use to fry plantain. No, no. In the hand of a blessed man, anointed man, is a tool for miracles and signs and wonders. The anointing oil. Hallelujah. It makes you too slippery to the forces of darkness. The oil of gladness. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody give me three hallelujahs. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Number five. Healing can be received through the laying on of hands you want to call it an ordinance if you want to but the laying on of hands mark 16 says these signs shall follow them that believe part of it is that they will lay hands on the sick and they'll recover so there's something about an anointed hand coming upon a head that believes oh yes oh yes number one is a point of contact for there to be a transference of the anointing. Number one. At the point hands are laid upon you, your faith, the receiver, should be ignited that that is the kickstart of a release of the anointing. The laying on of hands. It's an ordinance. It's a mystery. Hallelujah. Having said that, I want to also say to you, please be careful and beware of what hands comes upon your head. Very important. You, you can become a partaker or a partner of spirits that a man is, <laughs> is wrestling with. So don't, don't go to every prayer line and put your head there. You may come back not how you want to come back. That's why it, it behoves you not to jump from church to church. Don't be a church hopper. There are too many poly, spiritual polygamies in the body of Christ. From here, next one. In 52 weeks, you've been to 50 churches. It's a wonder and you want to grow. It's an error. Sit down where you are. What you're looking for is Chokoto is, is your Chokoto. Stay there. <laughs> I marvel at those who are church junkies. They don't go find life. Their, their shopping list is beyond meeting. Because God said, I will give you pastors after my own heart. You don't choose them per se, you find them. You discover your pastor. And for many people, the struggle continues until you find that man of God with the word tailor-made for you. When you find him or her, rest. For there, he commands his blessings. That's a word for somebody, by the way. Church hoppers. Everything new gets you excited. Not here. I believe this is stable church. Well taught, well tutored. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Can you pray in the Holy Ghost for two minutes? I sense him move here. Thank him for his presence that makes a difference. Oh boy. The Bible declares where the Spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty. Can you take advantage of the liberty the Spirit makes available under this atmosphere of open heavens? Liberty in your body, in your mind, in your spirit, in your soul. The chains are broken. 
the feathers are cut asunder somebody receive it receive the healing virtue flow flood your mind and your heart cast the cares upon him hey now lay the burden on his feet today father thank you oh sabayata gabada gabada gada Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody shout a big amen. One way to receive healing. You see, God is so kind, so loving. It's like a doctor that makes available different ways you can be cured. I mean, that's love. It's just, it's just, it shows how your health is important to your Father in heaven. Yeah. By, by, by use of the name of the Lord, agreement, uh, anointing oil, prayer of the elders. I mean, different routes to get healed. Surely one will work for you. Praise God. See this one now. The gifts of the Spirit found in 1 Corinthians 12, there are nine of them. One of the gifts of the Spirit uh, is called the gifts of healings. That gift can be employed when it's active to minister healing to the sick. So it's one way again to receive your healing when that gift is in operation. But you see, that gift is not something a man can switch on and off per se. It's something the Holy Ghost determines when it's switched on. Just he makes that gift available as he wills for the profiting of the church. So the question is, if that gift is not in operation in church or at home, there are other ways to receive your healing. Praise God, somebody. Laying on the hands, prayer of agreement, elders anointing with oil and so, so forth. But one sure way to be healed, and I close with this one now, is for a believer to stand on the promises of God regarding divine healing divine health seeking out simple that going to the word and locating scriptures that speak of god's promise for you for your well-being and then agreeing with them in meditation and confession and then standing your ground why because his promises to you they are what yes and their amen. First Corinthians one twenty six or one twenty, I think it is. Yes, and amen. Second Corinthians one twenty. His promises to you, they are yes, not yes and maybe, yes and only. No, no, no. Yes and amen. Hallelujah. He's the Lord that healeth thee. Next principle, biblical principle of healing. We need to understand the difference between divine healing. Please don't miss this. Catch this now. Catch this. Let me see, make the statement first. Divine healing can be either initiated by God or it can be initiated by the receiver. Wow. When the gift of healing is in operation, God has initiated the gift. John 5, the pool of Bethesda, where the angels will come from time to time, stay at the pool of Bethesda. It was said, whoever was the first to jump in will be healed. Okay, but before you could jump in, there must be a steering. So in that case, it was God that initiated the healing. As wonderful as this is, please get this, please get this. It's also possible for you, the receiver, to initiate your own healing uh -uh. Huh. you know a secured and settled available you go for it in Mark 5 the woman with the issue of blood initiated her own healing she didn't wait for Jesus to come and lay hand upon her no 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 <laughs> for 12 years being through a mess through hell and back she said to herself ah, yeah, yeah. if only I not Jesus I I I may touch the hem of his garment uh, I will be healed so she initiated the process of her getting healed which means as a believer as a child of God 
you don't have to wait to go to a healing uh, service or healing school or whatever it is you by faith can initiate your healing by the word by revelation initiated if only I may touch the hem of his garment I will be healed and she did touch and instanter a 12-year challenge became a testimony I don't know how long your own challenge has been but the good news is this it doesn't take Jesus the healer as long to heal as long as the devil extended the challenge one day one encounter is all you need for your story to change my prayer is that and this word will be your one day and the one word to change your story if that's you shout yes 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 hallelujah you see in the simplicity of the teaching of the word faith is coming faith is rising and i tell you you are getting healed you will look around you certain things that came with you maybe to church you won't find them that lump is drying up that pain is shriveling that fibroid is drying up that cardiac heart sharp pain you have is giving way why psalm 107 verse 20 he said his word his word healed them and delivered them from their destruction there's healing in his word shout amen hallelujah so you can initiate your healing ah number six principle healing is not always instantaneous so when you're trusting God for your healing and it doesn't happen boom don't doubt that you're healed wow because sometimes healing is progressive oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah it was said concerning the lepers in Luke 17 that as they went they were cleansed so as they went they were cleansed in case in the Bible says that, that, that the child began to amend at the time Jesus spoke the word began to amend amend speaks of progress amend getting better so please don't be discouraged when you come to a healing service like this or you are trusting God for healing and it doesn't happen boom dramatically no stand your ground at the point you believed it is done stand your ground maintain a stance of faith maintain your confession that I'm healed by his stripes your head may be banging boom 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 keep on declaring I'm healed by his stripes talk out the pain let your voice of faith become louder than the voice of discomfort after a while you will talk down the voice and you won't see the voice anymore gradual you have to understand that it doesn't make it less miraculous it may be less dramatic but altogether it's all supernatural so healing can be boom instantaneous or it can be gradual and progressive the important thing is to know that you've hit a point of contact either when hands were laid upon you when you put a prayer of faith when you agree whatever it is that's a point of contact maintain your stance of faith how long will i stand as long as it's necessary to see the result you desire having done all stand stand please stand 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 against symptoms symptoms are not disease they're only an invitation it's an offer. It's an offer. It's knocking at your door. Boom, boom. Anybody hope? Anybody hope? Anybody hope? Then you open the little door. Ah, this headache. Ah, could it be? Could it be? Then you start googling what is cancer? What is COVID 19? Ah. Sometimes Google has done more harm than good to people's faith. Google is very useful, but not for everything. There's something you could say, hey, oh, Mario, this one is, it has come here. The worst has happened. But it's a lie. You've allowed yourself to buy a lie. Fear, false 
evidence appearing real. You believe a lie? It's not real. Hallelujah. Oh boy. Get your communion elements. Ah, finally. Some biblical principle. We have to understand that God's method of healing is largely spiritual. Yeah, spiritual. What does that mean? He works from your spirit outwards. Yeah, your spirit outwards. His spirit to your spirit, to your soul, to your body. That's how it works. It's true and factual that healing can be received. Write this down. Healing can be lost. Can be lost. So faith receives healing. Listen, faith keeps healing. I'm saying this because you get healed as you go on your way you begin to feel symptoms that seem to tell you were you really healed <laughs> it's an invitation to give up on the help or healing received if you buy into the lie you could lose the healing but if you reject refuse that voice and no i was healed i am healed i'm still healed the animal pack is low so don't give up on the healing you received no the faith that brings it faith that keeps it our text we read thus you shall serve the lord your god he will bless your bread and your water he will take sickness and disease from you the number of your days my days he's committed to fulfilling ah, yeah, yeah. this morning as we go before the Lord in the table of covenant, I want you to thank him for his promises that have been released to you that truly yes and amen. He is not a man that he will lie. So we rise on our feet and just bless our God. Bless our God. And trust him that as you eat and drink, infuse into you will be his healing virtues and power. Father, we are thanking you in advance. What an honor to partake of your broken body and drink of your shed blood. We are so grateful that people blood bought and blood bought. We honor you, Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Heads bowed, eyes closed. You are here in this hall. Or you're long on across the nation, not born again, uncertain of your eternal well-being and salvation. Beloved, it's no use partaking of the table of covenant to do more harm than good. That's biblical, by the way. But this hour, you can cross camps from darkness to light by embracing Jesus to your heart to be your Lord and your Savior. Will you pray with me where you are? Let's pray simply. Let's pray across the nations. For believers also, it's an opportune time to ask them to forgive us if there are any areas at all of unconfessed sins. But let's pray and join our faith and our heart with those who are praying this for the first time or they're rededicating their life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I open the door of my heart as I invite you, Jesus, to be my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me all of my sins. From today, I decree and declare that Jesus Christ is both my Lord and my Savior. I come under the precious blood of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. And after supper, Jesus took bread. He blessed, broke, and said, Take eat this, my body, the same that is broken for you. Beloved, one of the things we should do as we eat the table of covenant is to discern his body, to remind ourselves that his body was broken that ours will never be broken. It was broken for our healing, our restoration. Our healing and our restoration. Our Father and our God, yet again, we'll thank you as a family that you've blessed. You've shown mercy. Ay, ay, ay. For the honor to gather at your table to eat, we thank you. We're grateful. We who once were no people, you made your own very people. Ask your breath upon this emblems, the bread, water, the juice. As we declare them hallowed and sanctified, as we eat and drink, Lord, let your life be infused into us. Let the blessings of the ordinance of communion be fully released to us. The open of our eyes, strength and health, vigor, vitality, 
longevity of days you embrace fully in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the torch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at r-h-o-g-i-c dot o-r-g. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at Pastor Goodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the Word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.